Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Careful making wishes in the dark, dark, can't be so when it hit that Out in the sides in the mean, mean time I'm just dreaming of telling you That is hammered out to deep left field. Forget about it. Big fly for Mike Trout and the Angels of Tide. Hey, I'm Trent Rush. This is Brandon Marsh, the Los Angeles Angels in 66ers baseball. This is Joe Adele here with the Los Angeles Angels. I'm Tori Hunter Jr. You're listening to the All Angels Podcast. What is going on, Halo Haven? This is Daniel Garcia of the All Angels Podcast. Um, super psyched real quick. I just got off the phone with Mark Guza, um, and if any of you have been watching TV on the internet or anything, you know exactly what happened last night, and that's one of the main things we talked about last night, and we kind of reflected on the life of Tyler Skaggs, um, but this was such a big, it was a really cool interview talking to him that I wanted to put it out pretty much right away, so I literally just hung up with him five minutes ago, so we're going to try to get this out for you guys now because, um, again, if you watched last night's game, Friday night game, it was unbelievable, and, and this is just, it was real cool talking to him about it. But before we get to that, uh, I'd like to take a second to introduce our newest friends from SeatGeek. Let them take the confusion out of your ticket-buying experience. Instead of shopping dozens of sites to find the best deal, let SeatGeek do the work for you. Their app scans the web for the best deals to your favorite game, concert, or show, and rates them on a scale of 0 to 10 to let you know if you're getting the best bang for your buck. A green dot makes... A green dot makes great deals, yellow dot means good deals, and red dot means not so good deals. Use promo code ACAA at checkout to receive $20 off your first purchase. That's two free beers on them. What are you waiting for? That's promo code ACAA for $20 off your first purchase. SeatGeek, license event, we have the ticket. So again, I have the privilege of just getting off the phone with Mark Gubaza, and we talked about uh, Friday night's game, Tyler, um, his impact on, on Gooby and vice versa, and just... Everything that that you, I think as a fan you want to hear, but uh, so here it is. So my next guest on the All Angels podcast is the man, the myth, the legend himself, Mark Gubza. How are you doing today? Hey, you know what? Uh, waking up this morning, I just it kind of still kind of hit me a little bit how amazing and incredible and unthinkable. I, I can't even think of any more adjectives to describe the game last night. How we're that was a movie. That was oh, definitely. an absolute movie that we all got a chance to live through, whether at the game or watching the game or listening on the radio it's, or watching or reading social media or watching every highlight from every different you know, outlet from ESPN, the MLB Network to regular TV. It was something that I'll never, ever, ever forget. So, yeah, talk about that. Like, the last two weeks, not only just for you, but, I mean, just the Angel players, families, uh, you know, people that work at the stadium, I'm sure, just everyone connected to Angels baseball has been a rough two weeks. How how has this last two weeks emotionally, like, a roller coaster been for you? 
you know, from a whole team family aspect, which I, I felt you know, part of, you know, since the day I put on a uniform as a player and from the day I put that uniform down and, and took that microphone and joined the angel organization in that aspect, um, the family, the way everyone came together uh, for the moment, the very moment when we heard the news about Tyler, cause we we're all on the bus getting ready to go to the game where we were pulled off the bus and told because literally that this that angels people just found out at that point. And to be in that, in that room with the players and feel the pain for, uh, you know, what they're going through, what we were going through. Tyler is a very good friend of mine and, you know, Debbie's mom and Carly's wife and his entire family. I mean, you feel like he's a little brother to me. And I think the way that the guys rallied together and, and realized, like Trouty said the other day, we're around each other more so than our actual families itself. So everyone came together. I was shocked when those guys were able to talk after that game on Tuesday in, in Arlington and how heartfelt that was, but yet able to smile and laugh because that's Tyler. That's the way he was. He was a funny guy, an awesome guy, a great competitor. But everyone just came together. And last night, just seeing the guys talk to the guys before the game, I felt last night was going to be even more difficult because, you know, Debbie's going to be out there. You know, we heard the rumor she was going to throw out the first pitch. Carly's going to be around those guys, all see them before the game. Everybody in, in Angel Nation, Halo Nation, was going to be there because everyone was reaching out to Victor and I throughout that whole process, and it made us feel good to be part of that whole family. Now everyone was going to be there at the game. And, and we knew some of the things were in the ceremony, the 45-second moment of silence, all those things, you know, Tyler's picture out in the outfield wall, um, everything just, just came together. And all the players were, didn't know how they were going to react. And I think having Trout do what he does, hit the two-run home run, I think it allowed everyone to breathe and then to score all those runs. And then thinking as they're going along, I remember talking back to our producers and director, go, hey, man, and this is like in the fourth or fifth inning, and it's way early when you think about a no-hitter. I'm thinking, if this happens, I don't know if there will ever be a bigger game than today. And that, and I, there's walk-off home runs, Game 7, World Series, and all those type of things, and Kirk Gibson's home run, and that's incredible. But when you put in perspective, this is a human being we lost, a young man, a beautiful young man we lost so early, and yet the team did that. Against those, I mean, what would the odds be of a no-hitter being thrown, period? And with the way it was set up with an opener and then, you know, with Taylor Cole doing a great job and then Felix Pena following up to throw a no-hitter. I mean, it's impossible to script that. And, you know, for the people that believe or don't believe in angels, there's no doubt in my mind that Tyler was up there and he was the biggest angel of them all saying, hey, guys, let's go out and have some fun. We're nasty. And I'll tell you, you can't get any nastier than that as far as pitching the way they did and the way they swung the bat. Yeah, absolutely. I, uh, you know, we were there. Halo Haven as a group was there last night. But, you know, kind of what Chat was saying after the, you know, when they played in Texas, how, you know, we're, we have to kind of, we have to play. We, we, you know, we're, we're real emotional, but we have to play. Like, how do you, your job is to talk. You know, your job with Victor is, is to talk to the people. And sometimes when I'm just kind of casually talking to my friends, I find myself getting choked up about it. How do you keep your guys' composure um, during the first game back? And then even, too, last night when everything's going on, you have, like you said, you have the ceremony, you have the 45 seconds uh, of silence, you have everything going on. How do you keep your composure to, you know, do your job? Yeah, well, 
hardest thing ever was that one day when me and Ken French had to talk about it just hours after we found out about Tyler's passing. Um, all I could say was, and Victor and I talked about it from that first game back, how mostly drained we were. And I can only imagine what the team was feeling like and how Tyler's family was feeling, like, how Carly was feeling like, that the best way we could do it is be ourselves, be be human beings with feelings. I mean, that's that's the way we did the game. There was nothing we could talk about how it'd be so hard not to break down and cry because there were so many times that we cried during the games. You know, after that, you know, last night, you couldn't even I couldn't even tell you how many times I broke down and cried. Uh, you just try to do the best you could, just like the players were trying to do the best they could. And watching, you know, Andrew Heaney throw out that pitch the other day, that slow curveball first pitch, and how you how were awesome. able to do that, how Debbie threw the first pitch and threw a perfect strike. Yeah, that was great how, to see. I don't, I mean, I don't know how that happened. It's just there's just something out there help everybody get through, and, and that something has to be Tyler. Got because you know what? If, if and you probably met him, and anybody's ever been touched by him whatsoever, you can't help but to have a, a incredibly positive mindset at all times when it came to being around Tyler. And I think that you brought that to the clubhouse, on the field, in, in the dugout, on the planes, on the bus drives. I mean, it's a long, grueling season. Yet he never—you can never tell he was tired. He was always having fun with the guys, and that's the thing. It's I think helped everybody once they got to that sad stage. Like, and I know I, Victor and I did that. I thought about the funny things he did. Like when we showed, a, you know, I filmed the Gooby Tuesdays before, you know, the week before Tyler passed away, and we were able to play the one. And I said I asked our people in, in uh, with Fox if we can just show everybody how incredibly fun Tyler is. And I, and I text Debbie, and I, you know, to let her know. I said. What do you think? She goes, oh, please do that, because I want everyone to know how great of a kid he is. So uh, once we did that, we were able to cut that and put that all together as kind of a memorial for the last time. And, and when you watch that, how many – how you – I couldn't even finish a sentence before laughing and falling off the chair while doing that <laughs> that segment with him. So that's that's him, and I think that's what helped. Every time I would get in that point where I was like, I can't breathe, I can't talk, I can't control myself – from crying uncontrollably that I would just go into my fun state of mind with Tyler. And that got me through everything. And it'll get me through today because we know it's, it's his birthday okay. today. Uh, and all and all those elements that came into play, the more I think seven runs in the first, 13 runs total, 7-13, right. that's his birthday. The last time, you know, there was a combined no-hitter in the state of California – was basically on that the same ins- date as his birthday, 7-13-1991. I mean, are you that kidding stuff me? Is, it, it, all, and then Trout's home run was measured at 454 feet. Like, what else could yeah. go on? <laughs> yeah. And that's what, what Trouty says. You, you just can't make this stuff up. I mean, there, and D. Gordon said it best, you know, after that, because he dealt with that with Jose Fernandez, and he hit a home run. And, and clearly, D. Gordon's not a home run hitter, yet he did. Something, every once in a while, you can't explain it, and there's no reason to try to explain it, other than there's somebody there for each and every and every one of us that makes you feel like you know what this it is a great life and not having tyler here anymore in person is incredibly difficult but we know for a fact now that he was there last night yeah just talking about that from last night it's giving me goosebumps right now um not only did the i thought it was really cool the players wore the 45 with skags on the back 
Um, who brought up the idea with you guys, the, the TV people? So you, you know, Kent Fresh, Jose, Victor, um, Alex Curry were all also wearing jerseys. Was that part of like kind of the team also, or did someone maybe in your production uh, team come up and say, "Hey, do you guys want to do this also?" Well, we were talking. We were at, we were on the road in Houston, and uh, we were kind of told that this is what we're the, the, the club and the players were hoping to do. Obviously, you still got to get permission from MLB, but they were all going to try to wear number forty-five. So then Victor and I go, man, that's, that'd, be a, that'd be a pretty good idea for us to be doing that as well, as showing him, you know, that we're all in this thing together. It's unity, it's family. So I text Keith Tarter, our equipment manager with the Angels, and, and I said, hey, what do you think about getting some jerseys? He goes, oh, definitely. And then, then we talked to John Carpino to get his blessings. Again, I went right back and, and text Debbie Skaggs, wondering how she felt about it. She goes, that would make me feel so good. And I'm like, you know what? Boom, that's done. So we went in and we were able to purchase to get those jerseys. And I picked them up yesterday in the clubhouse from Keith. And, and we, lo and behold, we all put them on. And, you know, the relationships we all had with everybody on the team and, you know, and, and on the personal side, the relationship I had with Tyler every day and, and, and the conversations we had, the texts before he pitches and after he pitched, um, you know, I felt like I said he was like my little brother, you know. So, you know, for me to put that on, I, I thought it was something I wanted to show, you know, and, and honor Tyler by wearing that jersey. Yeah, Tyler was a great guy to us. He was actually the first active MLB player we've actually had on this podcast before spring training actually started. So for us, you know, us being kind of like, you know, it's a small group, not even, you know, just kind of start, trying to start something going on. When that happened, you know, it hit us really hard too. So we understood what the team was going through and just obviously knowing him at such a big, bigger level than we did, but like you said, always making you kind of feel you're just as important as, you know, the guy to the right or the guy to the left to him. Always had time out to say hi or, or you know, stuff like that with fans was, was an awesome, awesome characteristic that I will always remember um, in Tyler. Just his, his – the way he was with fans was, was unbelievable. Um, yeah, you know, just even out there, and I saw you out there by uh, the memorial with all the flowers and everything, you know, yesterday, uh, this – you could feel that everyone loved him. They loved the team. They loved the players. They loved the way, you know, Tyler and Trouty and Shohei and everyone else, Albert, they all interact with the players and the fans. That it was, I mean, it was something that I think everybody in, in Halo Nation wanted to be part of. And, and it, like I said, I made it through, got made it through a bunch of those games, especially that Tuesday, just by reading different tweets from people, texts from people saying, boy, you helped us through it. I mean, but I'm thinking, you know what? You helped me through it because I couldn't, I couldn't get, I mean, there was times I couldn't breathe. I couldn't even, you know, control myself, my emotions, but yet reading people saying the things they were doing, it was, it was magical. And, and uh, last night, like I said, there's, there's never been a game and hopefully I don't even know if it would ever be anything. I don't know what kind of movie you can compare it to. Right. <laughs> what that was what that was like last night. The the improbability of a no hitter on a night where you're honoring Tyler Skaggs, a former pitcher who in my mind was getting to that next level where oh, yeah. all his pitches were working great. He had a he was in the point he was getting to that point. We should have been an all star by the way last year. That's another Oh story. yeah, definitely. Yeah, I agree but with he, that. But but he's he's getting he was getting to the point where he's your number one guy first and foremost, but he was getting to be one of those, all right, he's a real number one guy. He's not a number one guy just on your staff. He's getting to that point where 
I'll take my chance to get with him against anybody he's locked up against. Yeah, absolutely. He, you can see the momentum building with the the last you know handful of starts he had. Um, but moving forward now in the season, um, you know, the Angels are obviously carrying a lot of emotion right now and a lot of positive thoughts and, and everything going on, especially after last night. How far do you think that can carry a team before you kind of maybe level off a little bit and it kind of comes, goes back to normal? Is it, you know, how, before uh, the emotions wear off a little bit, but not obviously wouldn't completely. Uh, you know what? I, I, I am not discounting the fact that I think this team has a chance to do something really special now from this point forward because what they've been through, how unbelievably hard that was on them, yet they they won the series down in Arctic and they could have and should have won the series in Houston. They battled great there in that series. Uh, win last night. This team has a chance to do something special. And I'm not going to go back and predict a World Series victory, but from this point forward, this team is going to play with, with a focus that we haven't seen in a long, long time. And I think a majority of the reason why is because everyone feels Tyler there and that they want to, they want to go out and perform even – more so to a higher level than they've ever performed in their lives. And when you have talented players like this, that, that this team has, and they were going back and forth, up and down, you know, 500, below 500, just for whatever reasons, whether it was injuries or things like that. But this focus right now on this team is, uh, it's, it's amazing because I don't even know how they put on a uniform, let I go out, like go out and put, do a game like they did last night and what they did down in, in the state of Texas. So uh, I, I've, I'd be shocked if we we're not talking at the end of the year again and saying, well, you know what? This is incredible what they did and how well they played the rest of the season after getting the horrific news of Tyler passing away. It could be a whole new uh, Angels in the Outfield sequel. Just Dizzy's down the street, so it, it could work. Yeah, I mean, I don't even. <laughs> I, it, like I said, every time I, I stop, and you know, I was talking to my family this morning, I'm like, and even my, my youngest daughter, and, we're, and she's talking, goes, Dad, I've never seen anything like that in my life. And she was, you know, as any young person on social media, reading every single thing, and I was thinking, how was is, how is that game possible last night? It is absolutely impossible how that game turned out. And, it, and I'm not, you know, embellishing and exaggerating. There, that game last night was like nothing I've ever seen in my oh, life. Oh, definitely. I've been to, I've, I won a World Series with Kansas City. I've been to a Game 6 winning World Series with my dad, which I still – that moment was the greatest moment of my life, even more so than winning a World Series, being there with my dad because I never in my lifetime ever went to a game with my dad. And here I am in Game 6 of the 80 World Series with my dad and the Phillies at that point and never won in their history. That's about 80 years of futility of, as far as the Phillies winning a World Series. And I'm there with my dad. I remember hugging him. Thinking, you know what? I never did that before in my life either. That was an, an, a magical moment. But last night, to, to see that and, and, and the way everything unfolded, uh, it's it's magical. I guess would be I, I would probably be the best word to describe as magical because it's it's not real. It wasn't. This doesn't feel like it was real. Yeah. At what point? I mean, obviously the kind of cherry. I don't even turn on top because I think that was a jersey on the mound. But the game itself, like, at what point did you feel like, hey, Pena's working really good and he has his stuff going? There's a chance that he can get this no hitter. Uh, you know, like I said, I got to talk back with my director and producer. I said, you know what? His stuff is good. He's so calm, and and that's the thing we even talked about during the game. Felix and Taylor were 
exceptionally calm and under control. And they never like overthrew any pitches. And no pitcher ever does that. It was like I'm thinking, I, right? <laughs> I don't know why I'm, I don't know why I'm saying this, but I think this is this is going to happen. And, and I remember thinking, saying during the interview, the seventh inning, I go, we're witnessing something that would be the most magical moment I think I've ever seen. And 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 lo and behold, here we are. And then we go, we go to the ninth inning. I'm like, oh man. And then the, his reaction feels his reaction when he threw the pitch and was hit. You know, Williams hit that ball pretty deep to right center field. His reaction was like, oh. And then Trout's like, I said, you know what? Trout's there. Trout's bringing that back no matter where that ball's hit. Right, exactly. And then back-to-back ground. I mean, Matt Vice made an unreal play at third base. He's got a minimum amount of games at third base playing in his career. He was drafted as a catcher, played first base throughout his career as an angel. They moved him over to third and AAA to get some work to get up here at the big league. And he makes a play like that? I mean, are you kidding me? It's just there's there's things that – you just can't describe and and understand yet it happened. Yeah, that was definitely a total team effort from the you know, the combined no hitter with the two pitchers, the dice one was a great the offensive output had to relieve some pressure from those pitchers, just knowing that if they did make a mistake it wasn't gonna cost them a game. Um, you know, I I I talked to a lot of friends, were texting back and forth because they knew where I was there and, and kinda like what you're saying, an emotional game I went from hugging my wife really, really tight during the the beginning of you know the tribute and everything like that to just running around like a crazy man, high fiving strangers at the end of the game. So it was definitely a game that I will you know always remember and and was super glad that I was going to be I was a part of just being there in, in the crowd. Um, yeah. yeah, one one little quick little thing. The crazy thing is uh, uh, the ring bearer at my wife and I's wedding back in 1986 comes out California. And, you know, he's a big Mike Trout fan. And he said, hey, is there any chance? Because we had dinner the day before. He goes, is there any chance, you know, I can go to the game? Because he would, you know, love to go to a game. I said, sure. You know, so got him four tickets. It's the first Angel game he's ever been to. All of the family, the, the two kids and, and, and my, uh, my uh, basically I call him my cousin, but he was a ring bearer in our wedding. It's my wife's cousin. So uh, here he is at the game. Trout hits a home run the first inning by you know, his son is out of his mind, going crazy. Cannot believe he's seeing this, witnessing this. So I said, you want to come up to my booth? And it's like the fifth inning, you know, the typical the way baseball is in Super City. He goes, I can't leave my seat. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I said, the, the, the view of my seat, I mean, my view from the booth is the best view in the entire stadium. you got to come see. He goes, thank you, Mark, for that, but uh, I can't move. I, can't I like, I love that. That's and, awesome. And, then he, and that's, the, that's the first game he's ever been to at Angel Stadium. And to see that. Right away. <laughs> I mean, he was he was crying uncontrollably to start the game. And he's like, how does Mrs. Skaggs able to do what she did? And then next we know, everything unfolded. And he's like, you know what? That is the best thing ever. And he, he flew back already to New York today. But that'll be something they'll remember. The kids will remember for the rest of their lives because they were there. And if you were there or watching it, yeah, you know what? It's yeah. like I said. I, I know I'm going crazy about it, but it's it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen. You know, it was, and and you just, you couldn't say that enough, as far as I'm concerned. Just the way the game was when some, when a big moment like this is coming, and you see it coming, the no header with the, the skag tribute. Do you, or maybe even Victor, also I don't know if you guys talk about it, but do you have like a call in mind when that final out, or maybe you know a a big-time home run, big-time hit, the breach of milestone. Do you have something in mind that you're going to say when that um, moment happens, or is it kind of just use that whatever the first thing comes to mind? 
Well, I usually allow Victor, because he's a play-by-play guy, to make that call. And we've talked about it before. He goes, and if you even ask him, I'll say the same thing. He never rehearses anything. But if you have a catchphrase or something you rehearse, chances are at that moment it won't come out, you know, the way you want to anyhow. So it's just whatever comes out of your mouth. My goal is always to lay out, never say anything, and allow the fans, because as a viewer, because I remember watching games and I still watch every sport, the best feeling I get is when I see the reaction by the fans and the players. So I laid out for a long period of time, and I learned that from a couple really good producers over at Big Fox saying, you know what, Let the moment, the big moments are the moments for the players and the fans. And I, and I go, you know what, you're absolutely right, and I always do that. I, lay, I just lay out, and then I'll add something in the end. But I, I, I was a total fan watching and seeing Trout leading them out with the jerseys to put on the mound. I'm like, I'm like, this is unbelievable. Then, you know, Honda Robles brings that picture out with, you know, Tyler going yeah. into the, you know, the corner field. I mean, I'm like, this is, uh, I even get, I'm, I got goosebumps that it could yep. probably, probably drive my car right now. So <laughs> I'm like, there's, there's uh, you know, it's just one of those things. I mean, I was like so happy to be part of it, but also allow the fans and the players to be the main part of it. If that makes any sense. No, it, yeah, it totally does. And, and we want to, again, thank you for your time. Uh, you know, you have a game to get get going. And um, just uh, thanks again. But before we let you go, I had to uh, play this. Right now he'd be saying, we're nasty. <laughs> so, again, thank you very much for taking time out. And um, uh, thanks again. And, and hopefully we catch up again, like you said, hopefully when the Angels make that run for the playoffs. Uh, I appreciate that. I'll tell you what, it's great seeing you. It's, it's so great to be part of this Angel family. And I've always believed that. And, and boy, right now, especially so. Yes, definitely. Thank you very much, Mark. Um, have a great day. And, and, and we will talk to you soon, hopefully. Sounds good. Anytime, man. And that was my interview with Mark Gubaza. Again, thank you, Mark, for taking the time out and, and just chatting with us on your way to the ballpark today for Saturday's game against the uh, against the Seattle Mariners. But, um, again, that was great. I, uh, the truth be told, when I first set this up, we were going to talk about trade deadlines and moving forward and this and that. And when Friday happened, I was like, yeah, we're I'm nixing that and we're moving just to this. So, again, a great opportunity to talk with him and maybe we'll get him on a little bit later on the season, and we can talk more of that baseball stuff. But right now, the, the, you know, last night and what it meant seemed so much more important than um, than that kind of stuff. So, uh, before we go, I wanted to say it's hard to believe that hard to believe, but football is almost back. The NFL preseason kicks off with the Hall of Fame game April first, and soon we'll have regular NFL and college football. That means it's time to make an account at the best online sports book known to man. That's right, I'm talking about my bookie. Sports betting is. Ex- Extremely popular if you want to get in on the action with a trusted company that's been in the business for years, MyBookie is the place for you. An easy, no-hassle website, 24-7 customer service, and bets on every sport and prop imaginable. MyBookie provides a fun, safe betting experience. Maybe you think Drew Brees and the Saints will get their revenge after that terrible blown call in last year's NFC Championship game. Or maybe you think Tom Brady and the Pages will win an unbelievable 7th Super Bowl. Why not make money when your prediction comes true? 
And if you deposit today, my bookie will give you a 50% deposit. That's right. You put in $100, they'll give you 50. You put in 1,000, they'll give you 500. It's that easy. Football weekends are the best, but they're even more thrilling when every touchdown can win you more money. So go to mybookie.ag and sign up today with promo code ANGELS. At mybookie, you play, you win, you get paid. So again, thank you again, Mark Gubazov, for taking your time out. Um, you know, before we go, I always have to try to hit this one one time. Right now, he'd be saying, we're nasty. <laughs> All right, so we'll be talking to you again during the week, but I am out. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Searching for NBA playoff coverage? We've got you. The Old Man and the Three, presented by BMW, gives you an inside look into the world of sports. Hosted by former NBA sharpshooter and Duke legend J.J. Redick and sports writer Tommy Alter, The Old Man and the Three offers unprecedented access to the league. Tommy and J.J. discuss the NBA and interview some of the biggest names in the league, like Devin Booker and Luka Doncic. NBA final season is the perfect time to dive in, and you can listen to The Old Man and the Three wherever you get your podcasts. To hear episodes brought to you by BMW. Push the limits this NBA season with the brand that set the ultimate standard. BMW, the ultimate driving machine. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be.